This is a Barita podcast, which is a medium for information purposes only. This podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities. This isn't a research report, nor intended to serve as a basis for making any investment decisions. Contact a licensed investment advisor before making any financial decisions. Let's get into the Barita podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Barita podcast. Uh, just to remind you, you can hear our prior conversations on our website, barita.com. So I'm very pleased today to be joined by members of the Barita Brain Trust. We have with us today, Darren McGregor, Head of Investment research and portfolio advisory at Barita Investments. We're also joined by our Muirhead, who is our manager of investment research. And we have Ambre Huslin, our investment analyst with us. Good day, gentlemen. Yes, good, good, good day, Ron. Yeah, man. All right. So thanks. Thanks again for joining us, guys. So we're going to get straight into it. I know Barita has some top stock picks that we've put out so our episode today will be dissecting some of those stock picks so i'm going to hand the floor over to our and the question before us our is on the stock market what what are we to buy and why all right so since i'm heading us off i'll i'll give my favorite so to speak at the moment and that is gmb now Raul, i can give you many reasons why we believe that JMB is a buy but i'm going to focus on the valuation there's over 1.4 billion dollars in profit from sajikor that JMB has not recorded on its income statement in its third quarter results yet the company is trading at a price to earnings ratio of 7.5 times and for our listeners, that is a very low amount and means the stock uh, at this moment is, is basically dirt cheap. Now, if we incorporate that profit from Sajikor, right, that was missing from the third quarter, the company is actually trading at a PE ratio or price to earnings ratio of about 6.7 times. An hour, what's a normal PE ratio? So I'm, I'm going to get right into that, Raul. So right now if we if we think if we think about the main market it trades at a pe of about 12.7 times and this is data coming from bloomberg which is a reputable source for financial data so just to provide some context now well if we assume jmb should be at least priced at 12.7 times earnings which is what the main market is trading at then the stock shouldn't be trading for less than $87 at Whoa. a minimum roll, right? And, and, and right now it's trading at about $45. So we can apply a bit of logic to this, right? And, yeah. and I think that's important. So just to put that into perspective, I'm going to use a comparison. Scotia has total assets of $590 billion. Mm -hmm. I guess what, Raul? The market says that Scotia as a company on a whole 
is worth a hundred and nine billion dollars. Mm. So if we're going to buy the entire Scotia group for, for argument's sake, we would need a hundred and nine billion. Mm. And I use Scotia because Scotia and, and JMB are in similar um, business lines, right? Mm. Let's look at JMB now. With $609 billion in assets, which is more than Scotia, mm-hmm. the market is saying to us that GMMB is worth $89 billion less than Scotia. Added to that, Raul, right now, without even adding the more than $1.4 billion in share of profits from Sajikor that I just mentioned, if we look over the last 12 months, GMMB has delivered profits of roughly $12 billion, while Scotia has delivered profits of $8.4 billion. Whoa. So all, just, just from a logical perspective, we don't even have to get fancy. There's no way that JMB can be worth less than Scotia with much more assets and greater profitability. And the market must carry this at some point. And, is, and this is just one clear reason why investors should buy JMB. All right, great. Thanks for that hour. I'll probably get in a conversation later as to why why the market is treating JMB like that, right? Um, in the near term. But let's just switch over, Darren. Uh, you have the floor, man. What's 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 your favorite? What do you think investors should buy, and and why? Thanks, Raul. So I'm a big fan of um, what I refer to as asymmetric um, risk return opportunities. And that's what we're really having with Cinco, right? So if you look at Wisinko, what you have is really a mix of both value and growth prospects, right? So if, if, you, were, if you were to ask why should um, an investor look at Wisinko or why they should buy Wisinko, um, when you look at the, the state of the balance sheet, right, it's, they're, they're positioned very conservatively, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a mix of low leverage and um, good liquidity, right? So what that affords them is the strategic flexibility to do some of the things that you know they've they've spoken about doing in the media recently with um you know pivoting for more of a defensive type of strategy and pres- preserving cash during the pandemic um to a more growth oriented strategy as we recover and emerge from the the pandemic they have the cash resources to do that right mm-hmm. um so with with those cash cash resources and the low debt they have more options than than a company that um, would be higher leverage, right? So they, they have the option to say, okay, we can, you know, do a deal with all debt. We can do it with a mix of cash. We can, you know, they have the options to, to you know, explore different avenues for financing. And, and also that will affect the, the cost of the financing that they receive for, for these new deals, right? So that that's one side of the coin that we like from Wisinko. Now, despite them being so large and, you know, being one of the largest manufacturing companies in Jamaica, there still is some room for them to grow. There's still there's still upside, right? So when we look at the overall growth of the company, it's quite modest. But when you drill down, there's I think there's a very encouraging story in the long-term growth prospects of the company if you look at the export growth, which is not only high, but also accelerating. Okay. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thanks. Thanks for that, Darren. So, a uh, strong balance sheet and a deeper look at a long-term growth story. Ambre, you're up, man. 
All right, so for me, one stock as I'm looking on right now is Tropical, Tropical Battery, Tropical Battery Limited. So I think something interesting is brewing in Tropical Battery at this point. Uh, exciting days ahead with this new joint venture that they have just started with CAC 2000, our next listed company on the stock market, on the junior market. Now, they have started to pivot into the renewable energy space, which I think is a tremendous opportunity, given the fact that one of the issues that has plagued businesses locally has been that of the cost of energy. And the approach that Tropical Battery is looking to take or to foster growth within that sector is through the provision of renewable energy solutions for commercial entities such as cost, such as industrial companies and as well as providing financing for these projects. So they stand to benefit from two tiers within that space as well as with the provision of um, technology for electrical vehicles. Now, the next thing, if, you have, if investors look at the financial performance over the last quarter, they would have seen that revenues grew by 46%. And net profit grew by 197%. Now, as I said, it's still early days in tropical battery. And something I like to say is that it's far easier to turn around a jet ski than a, than a big cruise ship. And I think this nimble size of tropical battery will allow for the growth potential to be exponential within tropical battery. All right, great. Thanks for that. All right, well, folks, there you have it. Uh, the three top picks from burritas brain trust so we heard from our and uh, basically i mean you guys can just nod if i have it right jmb has a compelling valuation uh all of you we think that it's undervalued you compare it to scotia where it has more assets and more profit but has a lower valuation and i think the comparison is something like scotia producing eight billion um plus in in profits and JMB producing a 12 handle. So our spoke to us and really was saying that the market is has, has clearly lost its mind in the short term in how it's appraising both of these financial companies. And he likes that. Darren communicated that with Sinko's balance sheet is strong. They um they're they're ready to pivot from playing defense in the pandemic to going on the front foot using all of that capacity uh what we call dry powder i think the people in the streets are something like brick palm brick i don't know do i have that right um but they, they have the cash to make the moves needed for growth and not to mention the export uh prospects so i'm 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 thinks the market is sleeping on the joint venture that tropical battery has with CAC thinks there's a lot of potential there in terms of renewable energy and financing their their clients. A jet ski is easier to turn around than a cruise ship. So the relative small size of tropical battery works for it in that sense. And he's looking for exponential growth. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh call up the broker, call up Barita. Let's get you some stocks for your long-term portfolio. Gentlemen, thank you very much for sharing those thoughts. Thank you all. And thank you all. Sure, sure. You've just listened to an episode of the Barita Podcast. The Barita Podcast is available on all Barita's social media platforms. If you'd like to invest with Barita Investments Limited, visit our website at barita.com or contact us at 876-926-2681 to get started. 
This podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities. This isn't a research report, nor intended to serve as a basis for making any investment decisions. Contact a licensed investment advisor before making any financial decisions.